0: CHAPTER ELEVEN Angela Beach was not happy to see Joanna and the guard trudge into her waiting room. She stood up behind her desk and pointed at Joanna. Why is she back? Warden's orders. I'm to stay here as well. Keep an eye. Joanna met Miss Beach's cold stare with fatigued indifference. Go here. Do that. Sit down. Stand up. Keep quiet. Those were the terms of her existence. Now more than ever. What am I supposed to do with her? Miss Beach pushed her glasses up higher on the bridge of her nose. Don't know, citizen. The guard settled his filthy bottom on one of the spotless velvet chairs, unaware of Miss Beach's disapproving glare. She's agreed to the program, whatever that means, and I'm supposed to make sure she sticks with it. Miss Beach's stare traveled back to Joanna. You agreed to the program? Of course I did, Joanna wanted to add. You ninny. But she kept her mouth closed. The fewer enemies she made now, the better. Her options had dwindled to almost nothing, thanks to her sister. I'm supposed to enter you into the program? Miss Beach shoved up her glasses. Jonah wondered if she had a similar habit with her own spectacles. I don't know where to begin. Let me talk to Citizen Stone, for starters. Miss Beach acted as if the request was the most irritating task "'she had ever been asked to carry out. "'She sighed, pinched her mouth together, "'and then marched from behind her desk. "'She gave Joanna's vigorous scathing inspection. "'He's in his office,' she said. "'He may have time for you. "'Please check. "'You might as well come with me.' "'Miss Beach led her to the end of the hallway, rapped on the doctor's door, "'and stood listening for an answer. "'Then she swept open the door.' "'Citizen Wilder, to see you, doctor!' Gabriel looked up. His serious face broke into a smile, like parentheses taking flight. He stood up. His silver brocade vest glinted in the light. She'd never seen a finer garment in her life. "'Citizen Wilder, how relieved I am to see you!' "'Likewise,' Joanna replied. She tore her gaze off his luxurious clothing and was mesmerized anew by his boyish smile." There was something about his face that compelled her to stare at him, to discover each and every angle. It wasn't because he was attractive. He drew her eye because he possessed an unusual energy that fascinated and disturbed her. She was not the type to be swayed by a man's mere good looks. There had to be more to a man than a pleasing outward appearance. Much more. And she had never met a man that piqued her interest until now. He waved the air in front of his desk. Come in. Joanna brushed past his assistant and walked to the chair. She ran a tongue over her dry lips. Citizen Stone, I must ask that I be allowed to eat something soon, or I shall faint or be sick. I'm warning you. Good God! Gabriel came around his desk and cradled her elbow. Didn't they feed you in the prison? Not a crumb. Gabriel turned to his assistant. Miss Beach fetch Citizen Wilder something from the kitchen, at once. "'Me, sir? I'm a research assistant, not a maid. Right now, you are a purser.' "'What's a purser?' Miss Beach asked, fiddling with her glasses again. "'Someone who sees to the comfort of passengers on a ship.' He waved her off. "'Make haste.' "'Ship? Who's ever been on a ship? This isn't a ship!' Miss Beach huffed away in a cloud of grumbling." As soon as the sour assistant had gone, Gabriel urged Joanna to sit in the chair. She leaned back and closed her eyes to stop the room from spinning. Are you all right, Miss Wilder? Gabriel's voice sounded too close for comfort. I will be once I have something to eat. We must talk when you feel up to it, starting with what your research is all about. That is confidential. Did my sister sign up without knowing the particulars? No. She was briefed beforehand, but you have not signed a confidentiality agreement. Apparently, in the eyes of Warden Tagwick, I have. I am Eva Wilder, reprobate, and for my sister's sake, I intend to remain Eva Wilder for now. I'm not certain you are an ideal candidate for my study. Why? He stared at her, and then broke off his intense regard. She thought she saw his cheeks flush before he turned for his desk. We will speak of your status at a later date. And we'll have to watch what we say when we speak, citizen. The warden sent a companion with me. Companion? A guard, to make sure I stay here. The warden thinks something funny is going on. He does, does he? So I have to stay here for the time being. I have nowhere to go anyway. Although I could probably beg to be taken back at my job. I'm a good worker. I think they've realized that. Where do you work? In the north fields? Potatoes, carrots, and turnips, for the most part. I'm a root-vegetable kind of girl. His eyes clouded. You seem suited for much higher-level work than that. Thank you, but young ladies like me often get passed over. I can't see why. His words sounded genuine. She glanced at him. He must be blind if he held her in high regard. Didn't he notice her weak eyes and unattractive spectacles, her shabby clothes and her ordinary face. Her sister had been the one to shine, not her. She could have been made of wood for all the attention she had garnered in her life. Look, Miss Wilder, I'm sorry you are going through all this. My apologies for the inconvenience. I don't blame you. I blame my sister. At the thought of her sister, Joanna felt even more faint. She tried not to worry about Eva, because... There simply wasn't anything she could do about her right now, and she didn't have the energy. Wherever she is. I tried that Bannister fellow's house. She wasn't there. Where else might she be? Joanna thought of the garden, but didn't say anything. The less Gabriel Stone knew about their hiding places, the better. Your rooftop garden? Ah, I did not think to look at the tower. He seemed to have read her mind. Joanna struggled to hide her surprise. Gabriel leaned against his desk. Shall I take you there, not while the warden's shadow is hanging around? As to that, I will see to his relocation. How will you do that? I have friends in high places, shall we say, and I'm certain in a few days the warden will have forgotten you ever existed. I doubt that. He seemed keen on rooting out your trickery. So he's into roots as well, Gabriel winked and straightened to his full height. With your root expertise, you should be able to outwit him. If I had a magic pitchfork and a great big gunny sack, maybe. Gabriel chuckled. Well, eat, bathe, and have a change of clothes, citizen. Then we'll talk in the early evening. I will have an answer regarding what to do with you when I return. You're leaving? I generally retire at this hour. In the morning? Yes, I find the evening hours more conducive to concentration and work. So I rest during the day. Oh. I shall return sometime this evening. In the meantime, stay where you are, and I will have Miss Beach look after you. I don't think she'll like that idea. It's not her place to like or dislike. It is what I require of her, and she will do her job. Good day, Joanna. I hope I will find you rested and in better spirits when I return. Thank you. She watched him retrieve his cane from the corner behind his chair, and then with a wave, he was gone. A sudden silence descended upon the small room, as if Gabriel Stone had just sucked all life from the chamber, leaving her with nothing but the echo of his last words. She had never felt anything like the black swath caused by his absence. She must be delirious, Joanna swallowed and stood up, wondering what was taking Miss Beach so long. Surely she'd be back to her old logical self after a snack and a sponge bath. But where was the woman? Joanna walked out of Gabriel's office in search of his assistant or food, whichever came first.